Uh, so I watched Starships Stormtroopers and oh my god, it was so good. I loved it. It was so good for like of its time, like for when it was made. I enjoyed the shit out of it, but I'm reminded of it because you said that they all look 35. Yeah. And we started watching the movie and I was like, so they're like in college or what is going on? He's like, well, they're like in high school. I'm like, oh, the 30-year-old is in high school? You're telling me Denise Richards? Is not a cool 25 in this movie. <laughs> what? There are no children in these movies. No. Books. Uh, there are attempts. Oh, but I loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved the action. I thought it, it held up pretty well. A lot of it was like uh, practical, right? Stuff. Yeah. So Practical effects. Oh, let me tell you that I was shocked. When that boy gets his face shot off, I was like... <gasps> I gasped so much during the movie. I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is the best work. And apparently, I was like, did a lot of people watch this? So Shadi's like, yeah, this is like the shit. Like everyone who watched, who cared about science fiction, watched this. And I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, I just need to share that with you. I felt like, okay, well, Miranda's had to have watched this. <laughs> it's my grandfather's favorite. Oh, it's so good. I get it. I understand. I get it. I think that I thought they did a great job. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. Okay. The thing with Daredevil, the man without fear, that is the Frank Miller Daredevil story. I love it. Let's do, we're going back to our roost. We are. It's <laughs> like a retrospective is it is, or is the dark Knight returns in a bubble or is this just Frank Miller? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. A scientific our- study. Case study, I guess. <laughs> oh, all his words. The Man Without Fear? Yes. It's from 1993. Oh, that's when I was born. Okay. Oh. We're the same age. 29. You and Frank Miller's Daredevil. Yeah. I am Daredevil. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We should read the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Did you know? Fun, fun fact. Fun fact. Okay. Canonically, um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are created by the same um by the same accident that created daredevil are they from the same universe <laughs> uh they're not meant to be but they are who published the teenage okay so uh it was two guys basically working in a basement first through the, the teenage mutant ninja turtle comic and they were basically parodying that genre of comic book and so like they're directly like par- like they they were directly making fun of daredevil and so the the turtles were all mutated by the same stuff that mutated Daredevil. And I don't know if Marvel has the rights to the turtles now or what, but I feel like <laughs> they do. And so like it is, they are the same event. <laughs> so they don't tech, they're not supposed to exist in the same universe. There's very few references of them within like Marvel themselves, but they but do. They do. <laughs> but they do. I need somebody to bring it back and then just have it be like, you know when they had that like it was fun i liked it but it was spider-man cartoon and drake bell i think it was drake bell that was the voice and yeah. they had like spidey ham that's the first time yeah. i saw like i needed something with that level of ridiculousness as the teenage mutant ninja Turtles. oh oh I, it gets better oh so of course um, it does <laughs> the teenage mutant ninja turtles have also had um several very important crossovers with uh someone else who is hyper serious and grim dark sometimes is it batman it is batman 
And these aren't like funny cross, like there's funny crossovers, but there was like one that is, it was a serious crossover. It took the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and it was a serious story. At one point they're going into Crime Alley and Michelangelo like says something and Batman's like, this is where my parents died. And he says, cow a bummer, dude. It'll be in our future. We're going to have to read. I'm going to have to. I think you read it. I have not read it. I have not read it. I know about it through the lore. (laughs) That's going to happen for us. It is. It has to happen for us. It has to happen. It's our destiny. <laughs> okay, there's this trend on TikTok. We'll get started with the episode in two seconds. There's <laughs> this trend on TikTok. And it's people like asking someone in their household to like hold the phone. Like, oh, can you hold this while I record something? And mm-hmm. like, okay. And then they just like lip sync or perform uh, Jack Black's like monologue when he, uh, during, um, school of rock oh my god what <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like people holding the phone are like what the fuck? <laughs> what's going on i will send you one i love it i've never i haven't seen it but i love oh, it oh <laughs> i have so many saved i will send it to you it's great it's when he's like assigning i think it's not when he's assigning roles but he, he's just he's just the most jack black he's ever jack blacked and it's fantastic <laughs> the most jack black who's ever jack blacked yeah Oh my god. That sounds great. <laughs> yes. All right. Yay, we're back. We're yeah, here. We're here. I'm Alita. I'm Miranda. And together we make up the sidekicks. Yay! And we're back at it again. We're here once again. Uh and we're gonna be talking about Luke, Luke Cage. Thank you. Luke Cage, every man by Marvel. By Marvel. <laughs> uh, no, not by Marvel. It was actually written by Anthony Del Cole. Uh, yep, it was written by Anthony Del Cole. The main artist was John D. Lindsay. Uh, the colorist was Ian Herring. Uh, letters were done by, I don't know what VC is, but VCs. Oh, wait, is it Vertical, Vertical Comics? Clayton Coles? Cool. Cowles? My handwriting's awful. Um, <laughs> they're your notes <laughs> yes i thought you're like in the book i was like dang miranda always finds this stuff and i'm always like blah, blah, blah. oh i see some no i don't I think i'm sorry continue from here oh hold on let me pull it up i can pull it up on the app oh it's here okay so it was written by anthony del cole hanoi Lindsay was the artist ian herring was the color artist bc's clayton cowles is the letter declan chalve and jordy Belair did cover art. Alana Smith with Jake Thomas and Mark Beso were the editors, and Tom Brevort was the executive editor. And that was the team on Luke Cage Everyman. And that's what we're talking about. Woo! Oh, wait, they had a graphic designer too, Carlos Ooh, Ladd. Nice. Because, uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say this is a fun fact, I didn't verify it. Um, oh. <laughs> I read this on the app, and according to the app, this comic was a web exclusive when it first came out. It was, yes. So I read it. I the reason we kind of picked it, I like just saw Luke Cage at the library, and this this little thing says first time in print, oh. which confused me because I was like, aren't isn't there always a first time in print? But I didn't realize it was a web a web series, and then it got compiled and printed. But yeah. I picked this one because I never read Blue Cage. I only watched the TV show and I really, really enjoyed it. So I figured, hey, library has it. I have access. I'm renting it. And 
yeah, so let's start up with the first impressions. Miranda, have you read this before? No, no, I had not. Had you? <laughs> Absolutely no, <laughs> I had not read it. Did you like it? I did. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought the art was beautiful. I didn't like how the story progressed. Like I liked the story up until I think issue four. And then after that, it just kind of felt scrunched to me. Okay. You know, like I, I think that. Was issue four the last bit of it? Is it four issues? It's okay. So it's three issues, but six chapters. Okay. So uh, every issue has two chapters. And I want to say that like at the end of the second issue was kind of when it started speeding up and when it felt like all the, all of it got like scrunched together. Yeah. And like, I didn't really like the ending. Okay, for sure. We'll talk about it. Yeah. So what did you, what do you think? Um, I enjoyed a lot of it, mm -hmm. um, but I do think I picked up on some of the pacing issues that you're, you're coming up with. Um, and we'll talk about it as we go through the story, but there's definitely a point where I don't know if what their deadlines were like. Um, I don't know what production was like. We don't like, we don't know any of that. Um, we can only like right. speculate but there is a point where it feels like they're like oh shit like we're running out of issues we need to condense this story and mm -hmm. i think it's the book is worse for it if they would have like made it maybe four issues five or six i really think they could have like made this like a longer run and it would have been okay because then you could explore more of the characters and like their motivations because it was like here's something really like deep that people don't think about with superheroes mm -hmm. um and our villains are kind of like villainy and then all of a sudden they're like oh, okay they don't have a whole lot of depth <laughs> like, yeah like it's like very like bum, mm -hmm. bum, bum, villain i don't know if that makes sense but no no that makes i mean having read it it makes perfect sense i don't know why anyone would be confused <laughs> right if you haven't read it pause it pause this episode good luck go read it come back it's on it's on the app it might be at your local library we don't know I don't know figure it out we don't but know you your life it, it has <laughs> a beautiful cover by the way mm -hmm. it is like the color the color choices were gorgeous the color yeah. choices in the ink work is gorgeous i think that also like drew me to it because i was like oh, wow so the cover is like orange like warm colors and then mm -hmm. luke is like a cool color so his little i don't know it's really good it's oranges yellows a mix and then he's like a grayish blue color yeah very cool his so, eyes are like basically all black i don't know he looks really cool in it yeah it it looks it's stunning it is beautiful yeah so yeah that's my first impression um we do get danny in this yes <laughs> danny rand uh i think for me i don't know i should probably hold this judgment but i'm just gonna go for it go um, for it reed richards is like yuck and then Danny Rand is a close yuck where I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. I don't get the love for this man, but okay. I will just run with it because apparently he's Luke Cage's best friend. And sometimes you don't get to pick your friend's friends. So, <laughs> uh, um, not that Luke Cage is my friend, but I feel like we will. He's your comic book friend. Yes. So let's go ahead and, uh, hop into this. Let's get started. All right. So. We open up in north of Harlem and we have a man frantically driving. He's hot under the collar. He's freaking out. And why? Because he has received, he's received blood money. I don't know how else to call it. Dollar, dollar bills. Yeah. Do you think it's actually blood on it? Or do you think this guy, whoever wrote this, just had like 
gel pens. Like I'm imagining an arts and crafts corner. <laughs> I always think about that. <laughs> okay. Like I, all right. Uh, this We're going to get a little morbid. Ooh, let's go. It's taking a turn. All right. Like looking at the lettering on the money, I have never worked with blood, but I have, (laughs) (laughs) I have worked with, I have not worked with blood, but I have worked with, um, different paints and inks of various viscosities and the general feel of blood when like I've been bleeding, I don't think it could make letters that nice. I don't think so either. I think it would spill everywhere. And it would not be that bright. It would be like a weird brown color. Yeah. So if you ever cop blood on anything, you know, it fries brown. Yeah. Just like, like, what would she be using to write in the blood? Like a paintbrush? Right. How are you collecting the blood? How are you storing the blood? Well, I, I mean, we, we can answer those ones. Like, we know where she works. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just assumed it was the other guy writing it. I didn't think it was. The... Oh, you thought it was a giant man writing yeah. this teeny tiny hundred dollar bill? Yeah, that's what I was like. I think he's a crafts corner because he has like an outfit. They have to mend the clothes. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness. I, that you're right. He does have clothes, but also <laughs> that's the story. He's I got want. robot tentacles. Like he might he have might. a guy. What if he rolls like nat twenties every time? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Tentacle, tentacle precision. It's not Doc Ock. <laughs> uh, no, but he's a close. <laughs> it's similar. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we get this I mean, blood money. What other what other villains have craft corners? The Riddler, obviously. I saw the, the movie. Riddler. He Absolutely. made all of those Hallmark cards. Absolutely. I look. I it took me out of the movie when I was watching and I was like, he absolutely did we talk about this? Oh, he absolutely made all those. They're custom cards. He did yeah. not go to Hallmark and buy that shit. He no. made it. He has the stamp maker situation, has the ink, and then boom, does it. It would have been a really nice detail to include in his conspiracy theory apartment of his little craft corner. It would have been so cute. I really liked it. Yes. Um, who else? Uh Norm from the Green Goblin. Absolutely. No, no way. No way. Yes. He's, he's a CEO. He has no time for crafts. He has, he outsources it. He, he probably delegates. has some poor, he probably has some poor Etsy artist who's making all of his shit and he's taking all the credit for it. And the Etsy, well, okay. So does that mean that that artist knows? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> well, this is like my best client. So right. like, you what don't understand. It's tough out here as an independent <laughs> seller. Everyone wants to like undercut my price. <laughs> um, okay. Which else would have a craft corner um i think villains Ooh, ooh. um the flash villain the trickster he definitely has a craft corner all right all right he's ridiculous um ragdoll ragdoll probably has a craft corner for sure i'm thinking of that one that fashionista one you showed us it was really old he like the quilt crazy quilt yes he's an artist of course he has a craft corner he has a whole studio (laughs) he does he does he's got he has the the closet of broken dreams yes. which is what artists call the artists don't actually call it this I call it this <laughs> when an artist like is like convinced like oh, I'm gonna become an embosser and then they try it and they're like this isn't the thing I have a whole like a whole couple bin two bins of like this is probably the craft I like and then I buy all the stuff and I do like half of a project I'm like oh I don't like this 
but I bought these things. <laughs> what to do? Uh, I bought a bed um, with drawers under it for storage. Mm -hmm. So half of my bed is my closet of broken dreams. I feel it. You know, it's okay. We got to talk about it. We'll normalize it. Yeah. <laughs> you have to test out what you don't like to find what yeah. you like. All right. Anyway, uh, back to yeah. the story. I mean, this is this is it. I we need to make TikToks of just who has a craft corner. <laughs> make a series. Yep. Do it. <laughs> Design the craft corner for them too. Like the Riddler is is like sad. <laughs> the Riddlers is full of paper crafts. It would not be sad. Are you kidding? Mm, He's probably he'll so have like pathetic. Ikea. 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 Chic. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's got like one of those like library carts that everyone wants. Uh-huh. You know, he mm -hmm. probably he probably puts like fairy lights around it so you can see what he's doing. The question mark fairy lights. He has like the little LED lights. So when you push the cart down, it lights mm -hmm. up. He's doing circuitry, <laughs> simple circuitry. Simple circuitry to make the cards that like sing and pop up. Yes. I'm here for that reality. He would. He would. And he would have like the little bins with like the little tiny bins. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's on like um, craft talk, just like looking at storage ideas all the time. Pinterest also. He has a whole board. He does. No one knows it's the Riddler because it's like. <laughs> why would they <laughs> why yeah, would he's, they got, think he's got a stupid name he's got to have like a stupid um handle i think it'd be like sad boy oh sad um, boy something along those lines maybe not sad boy it's too on the nose but <laughs> a sad clown right no, i can't be sad clown there's a joker oh maybe uh what's close to a cloud i don't know, I don't know who like... poses questions <laughs> <laughs> the puzzler <laughs> the puzzler <laughs> I feel like there's I'm like enigma, but I feel like that has to be. That's his last name. Oh, that would be his handle. Enigma? Yeah. <laughs> his name is Edward Nigma. So his last name is literally, like he's literally an E-Nigma. Yeah, that makes sense. I never, <laughs> my brain melted because I never thought about it. <laughs> Great. After that wonderful discovery, we're back to the bloody... Maybe not bloody dollar dollar bill hundred dollars. Ink. Bill. It has to be ink. It is ink. It has to it's, be ink. It is just. It's just a gel pen. <laughs> yes. Uh. So also, yeah. this is something that I I kept thinking about. Where are all these hundred dollar bills coming from? Because like we we have the benefit oh, of knowing who the bad guy is, having read the story. Why did she just have like thirteen hundred dollars to drop in like the span of four days? Honestly, that's a great logistical question. I didn't even think about. Maybe it's just like fake money. <laughs> like it says it's fake, like like fraudulent. Oh they my never God. visit it though. <laughs> they what never if, explain it. What if? What if it's like those hundred dollar bills that like when you unfold them, they have like the visit Jesus on them. Uh, that's what she bought. She went and bought a bunch of those. <laughs> honestly, it would be like on brand, except it wouldn't be Jesus. It'd be like capitalism like that's what was the inside say right? that's what the inside would say oh gosh all right so that's the first page of it yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have fun okay so he's talking to his like wife i think or his, mm -hmm. yeah it's i think it's his wife and it says that the red gel pen says on the paper so money and clothes factories time to pay and he 
he like throws up blood basically yeah like it explodes out of him yeah first and then you see what the the note says uh he dies yes that's, that's where we start mm-hmm. um and then we get like a contrast panel because the first ones that you see are all like cool tones and then it's warm and it's luke cage playing basketball with the youth it's super hot yeah playing some street ball yeah it's really cool he's like i'm about to dunk on these little kids <laughs> that's what's up because they're trying to play me and he does he dunks on them he's a giant by the way he's a giant man the way that scale is drawn in the story like like everyone else is a foot and a half smaller than him he's huge and he has like a good vertical because he jumps up and his head is in line with the basketball rim it's not hard he's seven feet tall i it's still impressive because his arms are like way above it i'm like okay you have to be so high up. Usually people, well, I don't know. I don't watch basketball. I just think it's really impressive. It does look, it looks really cool. It's drawn really cool. Cause he's also like built like a tank. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, I can't jump that high. <laughs> and I am not as beefy as this guy. One day, but not right now. Uh-huh. Well, we see that and it's setting it up. It's setting up basically that he is a part of the community. Like, yes, he's a superhero, but he's still like active with the community. He's trying to show these kids like to stay safe, like play where it's appropriate, stuff like that. Um, We do get the introduction, like it's introducing the climate. It's super hot in Harlem right now. Mm -hmm. And most people have heard, I think that when it's hot, people's tempers like- Yeah, there's a spike in crime when it's hot. Yes. Like, it, there's a very famous, like, crime spike whenever it gets hot. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate because I live in a very hot area. Yeah. It's coming down, though. We get introduced to his daughter, Danielle. I didn't know he was a dad. Oh, you didn't? Mm-mm. No. So I was endeared when I saw that. I was like, this is the best part. I love this part of the comic. It is. It's so sweet. <laughs> He's worried about her because she's warm. So she she might be running a fever, but it's also really hot. So, like, mm-hmm. Let me get you out of the heat. And then black Cadillac rolls up on them. This was the most unbelievable part. Yes. Like that this man (laughs) with his daughter trying to go home is just going to get into this random car because the guy's like, no, no, I'm a doctor. That's exactly what happens. So he gets into the car. (laughs) Luke Cage is like, fine, I believe it because my daughter's sick and she does need a doctor. Healthcare here is whack. So let me go ahead and hop into the thing. Mm -hmm. This man explains that he's also been targeted that he he also has like a hundred dollar bill and Lucas just like give this to the cops <laughs> and then that's when he realized like no this is like delivered to me i still think it is evidence even if it's only delivered to you you i mean you should still give it to the cops like when you know that what two other people have died who got mm-hmm. this money mm-hmm. and then you get it ring ring it's a scary things happen to you can you help me they walk into the hospital they hook up the daughter like she gets treatment right away. We get introduced to a doctor and a nurse. And oh, okay, looking back, I see. And we get the nurse, and then he starts feeling sick. Mm-hmm. Okay, he starts to feel kind of like, ugh, I don't feel good. And he starts acting like out, like he's getting angrier and angrier. He has like a short temper. Yeah, he's forgetting things. Yeah. Like they- impulsivity is definitely not there. Right. And he gets like invited to like a fundraiser so the he's not really invited like the the doctor (laughs) the doctor stalks him in a car and lures him and his child into this car to hire him because he's a hero for hire 
Yes. To be like, Ooh, I got this scary blackmail message, but I can't like stop my life just because I'm scared. So could you just like be my bodyguard for a little bit? Right. So that's why he's there. At a party. A Mad Hatter themed fundraiser. Mm -mm. That's how they're going to save money. And the funniest thing for me is that I definitely was employed somewhere where they had an Alice in Wonderland, Alice in Wonderland themed fundraiser. Yep. I was like, oh, this hits close. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> Luke's uh, Luke's response to it is a Mad Hatter themed fundraiser. Man, this is gentrification 101. I agree. Yes, it <clears throat> is. Although it gave us the most delightful pun of uh, thanks to everyone from Mad Hatton. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh at that. <laughs> the Dodgers said not Luke Kate. <laughs> Yeah, the doctor said that, but it was the best fun. It was fantastic. Oh yeah, I just Luke Cage. I don't think that's his like humor, but uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very funny. And he's so okay. They're there, and the doctor is wearing like this really tall hat, which I thought was cute. Also, mm-hmm. like, I want a top hat that that that's that big. <laughs> you want a awesome. comically large hat? Yes. Okay. Why not? <laughs> I believe in you. Live your dreams. Don't let your dreams be memes. (laughs) Yes. And he is up there. He's like basically doing like, hey, thank you everyone for coming. Like we're going to try to raise money for this, this fundraiser. And the fundraiser is actually like they're, they're raising funds for a new hospital, Mm -hmm. which is very much needed in Harlem. Mm -hmm. And he starts feeling sick. He's like sweating. He has like a little bit of blood trickling out of his mouth. And then Luke like realizes that that's what's happening. And Mm -hmm. then he vomits, projectile vomits blood (laughs) and dies in front of all these fundraising people. This is the messed up part, but like it shows him projectile vomiting this blood, but then no one in the first row is covered in spew. And I was upset by that. Yeah, it's, it's not, that's, that's true. They're not covered in blood. They probably would have been. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was ready for like, uh, fuck, what's it called? Evil Dead, the musical levels of spew. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. It honestly it's fair because it's so much blood that's illustrated. It should have covered like everything: the podium, the floor, the people there in the splash zone. For sure, <laughs> they needed those ponchos. Yep, they didn't even know it. Can I share my initial impression? Yeah. Okay. So at this point, we know that like people are receiving this money and then they're dying and we can kind of assume based on the two deaths that we've already seen that like this blood vomit is what's killing them. Right. So my bed, I was like, it's a sickness. All right. We've established that we're in the middle of a heat wave. Maybe the way it works, it's like a poison or a sickness or something like that. But maybe the way it works is it only activates when your body temperature reaches a certain amount. And he was talking about how hot the lights were. And so I was on board of like, I solved it. I cracked the code. Issue number, I did not crack the code. No, but I do like your theory. It's very complex. And it would have been like, oh, wow, that's intense. I had like three of these as like the story progressed. Oh, three like theories? <laughs> yes, I had like three of them. I didn't have that many. I think I had like one. I was like, I, oh, duh. <laughs> I'm going to interject with what my theory was when I read it in that moment. Yes, please do. I'm excited to hear them. 
okay so luke cage is like what the hell and then he looks over and he sees mm-hmm. this guy named baptiste and he looks at him and i think probably in the context of luke cage like you know that baptiste is like kind of like a shady character no they uh, really... they established it or earlier earlier in this series yeah they, they established it earlier in this issue what yeah Where? Um, so when he's talking to like the doctor he's like okay who wants you dead and the doctor's like well I'm not proud of the things I did when I was young. I used to be a bit of a hustler, you know, selling like selling medical drugs on street corners. And I had these two enemies. And so um, there's a scene where like Luke Cage is walking the street, shaking people down. And he mentions that like he can't that one of them is out of the country and he can't track down Baptiste. Oh, yeah. I didn't put two and two together, even though it was told to me. Fantastic. I was just like, okay, yeah. I guess this guy like. Also, it's it's a little bit relevant to say that the doctor, um, before he went legit, used to sell drugs on the street corners. Right. Yes. Thank you for explaining that. Because I was just like, okay, I guess it's just like a bad guy. <laughs> just a weird dude who's like surrounded by two beefy men. Yes. Uh, Luke sees him and he's like, you had something to do with this. And he's like, no, I didn't. Like, yes, you did. And then there's a fight and he fights. He beats up the bodyguards. He escalates. Yeah, because his he's not um, he's like acting kind of out of out of character. Like he's choosing violence quicker than usual. Yeah, and then it escalates, and he says like I want to kill these two, and he launches literally launches them in the air. Yeah, they fall. Baptiste freaks out. He's on his knees. Like please don't kill me. Yeah, and then he's like, oh my god, what's wrong with me, Luke Cage? Mm-hmm. Then we cut. We're at the hospital. He's like there. He he sees danielle she's doing fine um she was in like the hospital's daycare yeah and this is where we kind of get we establish like what is actually wrong with luke cage so Mm -hmm. the doctor reveals to him that he has cte Mm -hmm. which yeah oh i was like oh what's it called the long name and i know they wrote it and i completely yeah um it's so i knew it as boxer's brain i knew it as the nfl thing so like cte i'm like oh okay like i think quarterbacks get it a lot yeah but boxer's brain too that's like another code for it yeah but it's um basically like brain damage from being hit in the head a bunch Mm -hmm. and it causes um uh, neural like it it caught it's a degenerative it's a degenerative condition of like you just have like a bunch of brain damage from your head from getting concussed all the time and then like you slowly like you start losing um you struggle with like your executive functions. You struggle with speech. You start losing like memories. It, it's a neuro, it's a, it's neuro, a degenerative neurological uh, condition. Yes. Words. It's the neurodegenerative disease. Um, and it, CTE stands for chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which is why we don't call it that. We call it CTE or there's like other terms for it, like boxer's brain or the thing that NFL players get I think back in the day like when it was first like discovered it was called like punch punch drunk yeah because it was kind of seen in boxers before it got the field was expanded and they saw that it was like oh it's just like if you you don't have to be in a sport Mm -hmm. um but you know veterans have it veterans can have it if you've just hit your head a bunch of times it causes like I think like protein growth in your brain and it really affects your cognitive ability Mm -hmm. and it makes you more prone as Miranda said 
everything she said. So like you forget things, you're quicker to anger and it just gets worse and worse. It's not like, oh, now I just have a bad memory. It's like, no, you're going to continue to develop a worse memory because you have these things on your brain that are not supposed to be there. And it takes a while for it to actually like surface. It's not like you get a concussion. They're like, oh, you have CTE. It's like you get multiple concussions. Yeah. And then down the line, years down the line, it's it then starts to affect your your brain. So, you know, people, I don't think associated it with like their former careers until it became, it was discovered in like the 1920s. Yeah, well, like it's really hard to diagnose because you can't be certain that someone has it until they're dead and you can actually cut into their brain and look at it. Mm-hmm. And so like, you're just basically diagnosing something based on symptoms, right? which is really tricky. <laughs> Especially yes. when those symptoms show up in different ways, because like these protein buildups happen in different parts of a person's brain. So like right. you might like the executive function thing might be, might happen because like, that's where the protein growth is, but also, but you could have like no memory problems or you could have like, uh, one of the symptoms is ticks similar to Parkinson's, mm-hmm. you know? So like, if you have the mobility problem, you might not have some of the other symptoms. And so it's really hard to put together until someone's dead. You can actually like dig in there. Yeah. You're basically diagnosing something based off symptoms that appear in other things and uh, on lifestyle. Yeah. So it is tricky. I think it's just, I don't know if you're in that sport or in like you're at risk to hit your head a lot. I think it's just like, oh, it's probably CTE. But like Miranda said, you can't really tell until you Mm -hmm. like kind of someone's brain. Basically, (laughs) I don't know how to say it nice, but that's what is being suggested. And the doctor shows him like his scans, like he mm-hmm. did brain scans. And like, that's kind of what he's like, yeah, I think you have CTE. How do your powers work? And he's like, well, I mean, like my skin is bulletproof, but I never, he, Luke had never considered like the ramifications of him getting like knocked around a lot and how that af- would affect his internal organs. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's like a, ba- like, he's like a backpack. And mm-hmm. the backpack isn't going to break no matter what you do, but that doesn't mean that like the little jar, the glass jars inside the backpack can't break. Right. And that's what he's dealing with. And this is like the, the main internal conflict. Yeah. It's like the internal conflict. I do wish it was like the actual, like the main conflict. Cause then mm-hmm. I think this is where the story like loses it a little bit. Cause mm-hmm. you set up this really big prominent thing that has not been explored in comics. Yeah. You know, like the long-term effects of a superhero lifestyle. Right. No one ever really talks about that. It's just like they kind of get back up and they're fine. Like they might almost die. Yeah. But like they don't, they don't Occasionally die. an artist will draw them and they'll have like a bunch of really gnarly scars, but. And then they're fine. And they don't yeah. even have scars left over because the next artist won't draw them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, <laughs> there's um the, when I want to say in like 2016, when Batman and Catwoman were getting married and like they had this whole thing or they had a bunch of double dates with like Lois Lane and Clark that's cute right it, it was cute and so like there's one where like they drew him and it's like bruce looked dirty because he was just covered in scar tissue and hair <laughs> like he just he looked like he was physically unwashed because they were trying to show scar tissue oh it is tricky but it's funny that he looked dirty like go take a shower yeah <laughs> go do nothing yeah. till you're clean <laughs> like he and superman had to switch clothes at one point oh my god it was really funny because really um can i it's a tangent go ahead it was really funny it's like the ostensibly they were going to like a carnival and the carnival was having a superhero night so they weren't let in without costumes and of course they couldn't be themselves because that would have been too on the nose you know secret identities and all that 
So they switch their super costumes. So they're in like the dressing room and Clark throws his Superman suit at him and is like the, you know, the S is a symbol. It means hope. Cause I guess he's like trying to help him embody the spirit of Superman. And then Bruce Wayne is like, fuck you. He's like, the bat is a fucking bat. <laughs> he doesn't, he didn't swear. That's me. I'm adding that. I know, but it is like the vibe. Oh, great. It was great. And then later, like, Selena, like later he's telling this story to Selena and she's like, did you tell him that the bat is a bat? <laughs> she's like, I know this man. <laughs> exactly what he would have said it it was it was comedy gold i need to read those <laughs> i i love their relationship i am so invested at this point in selena and Batman's yeah. relationship. yes it's a good one i like it a lot too yeah i'm i'm invested right now i'm reading uh right now I'm reading a comic from the 90s and in the 90s apparently she was dating an acrobat and I'm like a little bit sad but on the other hand I'm like no no I get it like he's still grieving he's still actively grieving his dead son and Selena deserves someone who's gonna put her first it's true I gotta put me first <laughs> yeah like I just think Selena Kyle should always date simps oh my god I would argue that Batman is a simp. He is a simp. Yeah. He's absolutely a simp. But in the 90s, like when he's fresh off the death of Jason, like he just doesn't have the emotional energy to simp for her. He's too sad. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know? She, yeah, she can't be. Yes, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) I think like it's like she should only date simps and we should see more of her being the stepmother the Bat family deserves. Yeah. I want that comic. I just want to read her as like, Honestly, I think like I'm feeling like she'd be the the stepmom girlfriend from Parrot Trap. Where she, what? Where she's like, Ugh. <laughs> like I don't want to do this with you, but I'll do it because I like your dad. Oh my god! <laughs> initially, initially, and then the kids will grow on her, and then she'll still be like Selena Kyle, but right maternal. I'm here for that character growth. I want to see it. I think she should be the fun stepmom. I think she would be the fun stepmom, yeah. but I, I do think it'd be like, oh, I gotta be around kids. Right. Fine. <laughs> I mean, it's, Fine. she's got an, she has like an interesting relationship with all of them of like, Dick does not understand her, has never understood her. And she does nothing to help that situation. Lovely. Her and Jason were close, mostly because like she and Batman were actively dating while he was Robin. Okay. Uh, they broke up around like when he died. She right. does not like Tim. Like, does not like Tim, but she will still like save his life if like he's in mortal peril peril in front of her. See. And then she doesn't necessarily like she put Damien in his place. <laughs> like there is there is at one point when like he was being Damien Wayne and she was just like, You're the worst Robin. Like all the others helped Bruce be a better person, but you, you just make everything worse. I'm here for that energy. Sometimes these kids need to hear the truth. That's all I can say. Yeah, then she was also very sweet later because like he was all angsty about like them getting married and she was like listen we're probably not gonna have kids and he's like well why and he's like and she's like because we're both fucked up people and there's no guarantee that they'll be able to overcome our fucked upness like you came over your parents fucked upness <laughs> she is an honest queen and i respect yes. it back to luke cage sorry <laughs> everyone no it's great we get luke cage he's being a great dad he is king. Danielle in and she requests that he read like 
her favorite story and he's starting it and like cannot remember it even though he's like the originator of it he created the story yeah it's a simple story yeah it's like the the bear goes to bed is basically the story and he can't remember it so Mm -hmm. they they're like kind of doing a call response with the reading and it freaks him out yeah i think danielle is like a child and doesn't realize that she's like oh we're playing a game i'll read the story back to you dad yeah and he's like all stressed out about it supposed to be a toddler she's not drawn like toddler she is not like i thought she was like four at first and then when like jessica's jones is there at the end i'm like oh she's supposed to be like two i thought she was like did you say four she's supposed to be four i thought she was like honestly closer to six because she's tall she is tall she's tall she has big hair too yeah the hair is as tall as her yes and we right so he's at the crime scene Mm -hmm. right and then we get the fbi Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. they show up and the fbi agent is a stand he's so excited <laughs> to see luke cage and honestly it would be me that would be exactly how i acted get get off of the get go away <laughs> like you need to leave I'm like okay i understand <laughs> this is you need to do it elena this is how you become besties with superheroes yeah you just, just don't leave them alone irritate them luke cage mm-hmm. would be my friend <laughs> make it happen we get set up as to like what's going on with it the fbi is like this is considered a serial killer now there's been a chain of three murders now and well no i think it's been more than three mm-hmm. but they said a string of murder and it's called the dollar bill murder yeah you gotta give them a jazzy name you do they have to be sensationalized so this is where uh this is where my theory number two comes in okay wow your brain was working as you were reading this <laughs> Listen, all right. I was invested. Okay. So at this point, I was like, they're calling it a serial killer, but clearly it is not a serial killer because to, because all three of the victims knew each other. All right. That is not like screaming serial killer when victims know each other and it's a serial is gently be, it's because like they're the pool that they're killing from is small, you know, in the case of like, they only hunt people who are sex workers in downtown Toronto. That's where fairly small. You can expect that some of the victims would know each other. Right. Right. Or when they start getting a high enough body count that like, doesn't matter how big their range is at some point, you're going to get some weird connection. Right. But we only have the indication that the serial, that the serial killer has killed these three people who all know, knew each other. That screams less serial, more conspiracy. They all were in some conspiracy together. I have connected the dots. I didn't connect yes. shit. I did no, not connect shit. Once again, I appreciate the theory. <laughs> <laughs> we see baptiste mm-hmm. uh sitting on the toilet and he's very sad and turns out he's been bum, 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 yeah targeted he has a bloody dollar bill and mm-hmm. it says use blood money to kill workers time to pay i do <laughs> want to point out that like <sighs> i did not like baptiste and i didn't like i like i didn't dislike him for his own merit i disliked him because it feels like it feels like they made him very inconsistent <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, I couldn't get a read on his character. Like, I get it. He's only in, like, was, a comic and a half, but... Yeah, that's true. It, he is... I agree. Mm-hmm. What I kind of saw with him was, like, okay, like, he's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. But he's a bad guy. But how is he a bad guy? His dad was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's, like, a lukewarm guy. <laughs> he's just, like, a dude. Yeah, he's just a dude. But, like, 
like, like there would be times when I would like, I feel like I had a good sense of his character. Like I kind of understood like the waffling, the waffling, like the waffling was made sense. And then they're like, no, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And that includes setting myself as bait, but also the needles are the needles necessary, but also like, you know, so a man can't be a businessman, but also like I went legit. I did not want to be my father, like killed on a street corner corner, you know? Like, like I just, yeah. it felt inconsistent. I think that like they should have just chosen a characteristic and leaned into it. Mm-hmm. Like any of those characteristics would have been fine. Any of them would have been fine. Yeah. But like. They, they got a little too complex with the amount of time that they gave this character. Mm-hmm. Because they're introduced in this miniseries and then he is killed. Yeah. Quickly. <laughs> like he doesn't make it to the end of the book. He makes it like to the first third and then he dies. Yeah. Which is we're we're about to see a comic and a half (laughs) yeah so it's really hard to pack all that into a kind of like a secondary character Mm -hmm. it's hard to do all that in this amount of time um we see him getting his like blood pulled by the nurse and then the doctor approaches the cage and he's like hey bro um sorry oh this might be a bit of a spoiler it's fine so uh the blood the nurse that's drawing his blood isn't wearing gloves and it's gross yeah it's really gross. Yeah. So bio, biohazard. Yeah. This isn't even like, I just noticed, like that was something I, that was a note that I had the first time around. Oh, I didn't. I think I was just reading through the, so the doctor pulls Luke to the side and he's like, Hey, did you call the specialist? I told you to call. And Luke's like, mm-hmm. hey, no, I'm a superhero. It's been 12 hours. When would he have had time to call a specialist? Right. It's been 12 uh, hours. And most of those hours were at night. Yeah. So no, he didn't call a specialist, but also he's the cage, so suck it. Yeah, that's true. He does deal with a lot of like denial in this in this comic. The doctor calls out Baptiste gets his blood work done. He gets sent off with a clean bill of health. Mm-hmm. We get switch over to FBI field. Also, office. how fast are these hospitals? Like I've never had blood work done in like 10 minutes. No, they get special treatment, Miranda, because they're the stars of the comic. <laughs> yeah, but like this entire story no takes wait. place in like three days. There's no wait time. This entire story takes place in three days. And um, like, number one, they... number one, he gets checked out. Like, like he, the doctor guy dies. And so he submits for test, like Luke Cage submits for testing because he realized like, oh, I had a weird rage episode. And now I don't remember my daughter's name. Like, can you just look at me real fast? So Dr. Davis looks at him and in the same night comes back with his brain scan so they have the genie pass. <laughs> they have the genie pass. <laughs> they know exactly when to be at the office. So there's no wait. The I can't, I can't explain the quick turnaround. I don't know how these things work yeah, <laughs> and then, and then in the medical field. <laughs> Luke, Luke goes home. He tucks his daughter in the next day. He's at like the crime scene. And then Dr. Davis is immediately like, well, did you call a specialist again? It's been like 12 hours. Yeah. you're right this guy gets his blood drawn and then like like he gets his we're watching him get his blood drawn dr davis approaches approaches like luke cage asked talked him about the specialist and then immediately after nurse faye is like he's got a clean bill of health they did not have time to test anything they didn't but she has ulterior motives she could have been lying oh you just think oh she's lying okay yeah he's fine (laughs) okay that makes more sense uh but you're you are right about the ct scans um the cat scans 
MRI, whatever it was. I don't know. My one of my family members is waiting to get his MRI done, and it's been rescheduled once already. So oh, I totally no. understand your criticism. It's not that fast. They have plenty of patients, and also they've established that they need a second hospital because they can't help all the people that need help in Harlem. Mm-hmm. They've established this, and then also like. Even if you get your scan done that quickly, I don't think they have time to print the results and study the results that fast. Right. It's just, it's very much like, yeah, I did it. This looks bad. Go to the specialist in 12 hours. Mm -hmm. We're back at the FBI field office. He's driving around with Baptiste. They go talk to the person. uh, Luke explains like he has this dollar bill thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he's like, let's use Baptiste as like a bait. Let's do it. And Baptiste is like, okay, fine. At least it's not needles. Mm-hmm. They just put him in a van in like a parking lot. Yeah, because they- On a skyscraper because it's New York. They're going to show up. I don't really understand the plan. Like it was like, oh, do this thing. And it does read disease. Mm-hmm. That That is what is happening here. So it's inter- like, I don't understand if they just don't understand. So they're like, let's just try something to see how they're going to get hurt. That's where I'm like, okay, so what, how is he bait? Okay. Like, I think, I think that the fact that they say it's a disease happens way too quickly. Like we don't have any work that establishes that it's a disease other than like vomiting blood, which, um, I think it would have made more sense if they thought it was a poison. Right. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Oh, someone's like getting to them before these events and then they poison them. Yeah. Which makes sense. That would make a lot of sense, but it's really like like, if they think it's a disease and they've established he has a clean bill of health and so they're like okay well whatever this guy is doing to them he like they need to find him first and so that's why they set up a sting you know of they they snare a little trap they put him in a van on top of like a parking structure so that like whoever is killing these people has to come get him but it's not a bad plan But it doesn't make sense if you think it's a disease because like, you don't know how the disease is transmitted. It makes more sense if you think it's a poison. Right. You know? So Yeah. Well, these are questions that are not going to be answered. No, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) But they're important to ask. We get, okay. They set it up as, I don't know. That's just like kind of where I was at. I was like, okay, I'll just accept this as as what's happening. They Mm -hmm. put Baptiste in the van. They're waiting, they're waiting. And then, but a boom. You get these tentacle, wiry tentacle things that like slam the van down mm-hmm. and Baptiste is somehow not dead. And we get introduced to this guy called Omega Red. What? And he, this is who I thought had the craft corner because he definitely has a custom suit. He does. He does. <laughs> it's. And a headband. <laughs> Like he could, he could buy the headband. I feel like there's an Etsy shop that sells that. And then the suit really isn't all that custom. What is custom is like his body armor, (laughs) like bare minimum. He had to spray paint his own shoulder pads. True to match. Mm -hmm. Cause like the the wrist guard and the shin guard, you could probably find in the market. And then like the red suit is just a red body suit with like a patch on it. That's true. But there was work that was put into like his shoulder (laughs) guards. (laughs) He bought patches. <laughs> um, he is introduced as oh, him, like int- him scraping vinyl onto them. It's just like oh, it's supposed to be. It's like the nonstick. No. Peel, like I can't unpeel it. I can't. And then I was cursed <laughs> with these massive hands. I don't have the nails for this. 
<laughs> he's, got, he's got tentacles. Yeah. And he uh, Luke like half remembers like I think I fought this person before, but mm-hmm. again he's dealing with CTE, so he can't actually remember very well. Mm-hmm. And Omega Man, Omega Red, I think it's red, Omega Red tells him like you are a fool to try to stop every man and he's like who the hell is that (laughs) what are you talking about and then he sends luke down he like slams him through the concrete yeah through the the parking structure yeah like just sends him into like the next level yeah he falls down again not good for his te Mm -mm. okay and then it kind of gets established that like every man is like for every man yeah, it's, they're it's, like it's the people's every man. villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the people's villain. I'm writing that down. That's the name of the episode. Oh, <laughs> every man, the people's villain. And they, they, Luke Cage is like struggling. He's like, okay, this guy's like Russian, but I don't know who every man is. And obviously, Baptiste is dead. He's like thrown mm-hmm. up blood on himself. Yep, he's just dead in the back of the van in like the two minutes since Luke Cage exited. Yes. And the media's there. Well, that's the end of the f- second chapter. Yep. Then we get this panel of Luke Cage like walking through parts of Harlem, and everyone's watching the news, and they're like, "Whoa, every man beat Luke Cage. What? That's crazy. Nobody's beat Luke Cage. Blue, 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 blue. Mm-hmm. Well, who is this person? So they're getting publicity, and it's established that they're like every man's purpose is to bring down rich people. Yeah, like it. It published like a. No, the, the manifesto comes later. Hold on. Oh, Sorry. yeah. I'm but, like, I have to rewind to get to the right page on my app. <laughs> Here we are. Okay, so it, there's a part that goes, that says, mm-hmm. it's like a construction worker. He says, goes by the name Everyman. And he says he wants to kick the asses of the rich. And it's like, I don't know about the rich, but, sorry, the partner is like, I don't know about the name, but I'm on board with taking down the rich. So they kind of set it up there. We don't get a manifesto till later. Yeah. Like you basically made like a press release. Yeah. Yeah. Press packet. Hey, you can buy it. <laughs> they have PR. And then we have like what is in essence a red herring of they they track down like the IP address that sent the press packet. Yes. <laughs> and surprise, it's a laundromat that is actually a front for evil hackers. Dun dun dun. Like, yes. And a, a grenade gets thrown at him. Yeah, he leaps on her grenade. Yeah, don't you black leaves. it out? It was awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I like don't remember. I was kind of falling asleep when I was reading this last night. I had to take a ten minute nap and then wake up and read it. Sorry. You're good. You're fine. You're fine. Also, like the fact that these hackers, like I, I need to tell you their setup because you need to understand how unreal, how crazy it is that they had a grenade. Yeah. Like they're in an abandoned building, which fine, that makes sense. It's a dry cleaners. So it's like, it's decrepit looking, it's gross, all that. They have folding, they have not folding chairs, like a card table folding, or not folding tables, like fold, like a card table folding tables. They have folding tables, like. And events. Yeah. Yeah. Folding tables. Yeah. (laughs) Events folding tables. So they have these folding tables. They're sitting on shitty metal, shitty, like school chairs. And they have like their laptops, obviously not plugged into anything, which bothered me because like <laughs> i know some people have battery life but i feel like hackers don't have battery life like at the bare minimum we should see their their laptops plugged into the wall there's only one outlet <laughs> they just daisy chain <laughs> yes 
Yes. But so we see that and then the it's a really cool it's it's a really cool panel. I'm gonna take it a picture. It is a very, very cool panel. Yeah. It is like um it, it's like following expanded. the floor plan. Yeah. Yeah. The floor plan of the laundry mat. And so he runs down, and then if you run downstairs, <laughs> just the hackers have desktops. Like not new desktops, not like cool desktops, custom built desktops, like like from your library desktops. Yeah, these are not RGB builds. They're no. from the 90s. And my favorite is that Luke Cage is running down these stairs mm -hmm. and he pushes one down. Yep. He just pushes them down the stairs. <laughs> Pops them. There's one with a gun. He runs down. Yep. There's one at the bottom. I think it's supposed to be like Russian is what they're speaking. And they throw a freaking grenade. What? Yeah. Like they don't have, they don't have money for like, for, for, they don't have money to have like an actual setup. It's clear that like, it's clear that their entire setup can be loaded into a van in 30 minutes, but somehow they have grenades. Yep. Like they don't even have a coffee pot. They don't. They gotta stay up to be hackers. <laughs> like it's just, it's the, it's the craziest thing. Cause like, it's, it's very clear that like this laundromat is not actually the center of their operations. It's the center of right now. Like it's just a place that they're in and their setup is, can be moved very quickly. It's like remote working. All they have to do, all they have to do is like throw their laptops in their bags and fold up their tables and stick those in a van. <laughs> they could be anywhere. Anywhere and everywhere. They're omnipresent hackers. But somehow they have a grenade. They throw the grenade at him. He jumps <laughs> on it. He it explodes under him, but he takes the force of the mm -hmm. of the explosion. And someone's like, uh, you don't look good mm -hmm. <laughs> like later. And no, of course he's not going to be okay. A bomb exploded under him. Yeah, it's, to be fair, it is a tasteful wardrobe malfunction if he's still wearing the hoodie. Like the hoodie's intact from the back, like the arms are fine, but you just have like, it's like a little window for a six pack. It's like a cool crop top. <laughs> it is. It's streetwear. <laughs> it is. He's ready. He needs hoochie daddy shorts and he'll be set for 2022. Oh, Yes. Luke Cage style icon. Yes. Yes. He gets talked to. Excuse me. Uh, the FBI agent is like, you don't look good. Like, you should go sleep. Like, go take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't want to do that. Because he's in denial. He's like, nothing's wrong. I'm a big, strong, bulletproof man. I can't be taken down by my own brain. I don't need sleep. I need to catch the everyman killer. And then his wife calls. Which is so cute. I love it. Yeah. They had established earlier that she has, like, she's working her own case or whatever. That's why she's not in the series. Yeah. Um, they call each other baby mama and baby daddy, which is adorable. <laughs> it is. And she's checking in and he's checking in with her. Mm -hmm. And he like sounds like it, he's like kind of like, oh, should I tell her? And he decides not to tell her. Mm-hmm. And the Dr. Davis calls. Yep. But he ignores it. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't, there's, he's not a problem. There's no problems. There's no problem. If I don't think about it, there's no problem. Exactly. Exactly. So like, he just, he's not telling, he's not talking to his wife. He's not talking to the doctor. He's like, it's fine. It'll go away. Yeah. He faces the panel, the sections like, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing to tell Jessica or Davis. There's nothing wrong with me right and he's like crushing it because like he knows something's wrong with him he just wants it to go away though like he doesn't want to deal with it yeah and then who do we see mr danny motherfucking rand 
being zen. I, okay. So I know you said he's the worst. He might not be the worst. I just don't know that much. <laughs> um, so he probably is. He probably like good, is. He does seem like a good uncle. He does seem like a good uncle. He seems like a good uncle, good friend. Like he's an all right dude. He's just also a really rich white man that plays up the whole like Zen Asian exoticism. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, like, but he could be an all right guy underneath that. <laughs> but I need you to understand that um, the first time I was introduced to Iron Fist was on the Spider-Man cartoon where he's voiced by Dante Bosco. Aka Aww. Prince Zuko. Yeah, Dante. <laughs> so, um, whenever he talks, that's what I'm what I'm picturing. It's a good voice to picture. <laughs> it is, but it also makes him really hard to dislike because he plays Beast Boy. He plays Prince Zuko. Like he plays these characters that like I like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he plays. Um, I believe he's also Casey in uh, Teach Mutant Ninja Turtles or one of the versions of it. He's like also, I think. Was he Kevin Levin? I don't know. I think he was Kevin Levin too. Like, anyway, I'm primed to like this man, no matter what he does. <laughs> that is fair. Like, so like, that's what I'm picturing in my head. And then they're like, oh, but he's also actively the CEO of a company. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, getting harder, harder to like him. Yeah. It's not your fault that a great voice actor played him. Yeah. And that's what lives in your brain. It does. It does. It's a great voice actor. And then him on like the Spider-Man show, he's like a teenager. He's supposed to be like 16. And I, it's really hard to dislike 16 year olds. Like, cause they're just kids and they think they're not kids, but they are. Yeah. They do think they're not kids. Like they don't think they're kids, but they are clearly kids. And then every now and then they do like really sweet, stupid little kid shit. Yeah. Teenagers are, they can be endearing. Mm-hmm. We see Danny and Danny. Yeah. Was Danny. she named Danny because of Danny? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It, it, I didn't think about it until I said Power Man and Iron Fist are longtime partners. So maybe. Maybe. I'm unsure. But when I said the sentence, I was like, wait a second. So they have the same name. So the two Dannys are. They're meditating. Like meditating. They're in tree pose. Yeah. And um, little Danny falls. It's just establishing that like Danny is like really close to the family. Mm-hmm. he's so close that luke cage will let him babysit his daughter and he talks to him about omega red mm-hmm. and then it switches over to like a protest at columbia university yep so it's the entire reason this protest is happening is we are establishing that i i assume this is something that people who know omega red already knew about but i'd never heard of this man before but Omega Red is powered by some form of nuclear radiation. We're establishing where he's getting that power from, that power source from. And we're also establishing why Danny Rand is a potential target. Like not, not him as Iron Fist or that's the, the Iron Fist. Yes. Not him yes. as Iron Fist, like Danny Rand, the CEO, the, the cool tech bro CEO of like Rand Industries. Yes. So he's the rich and it's mm-hmm. kill the rich vibes. Mm-hmm. And we see this lady who they start talking about carbonadium, carbonadium. Yeah. And that's what Omega Red uses, right? To get yeah. his power. Yeah. 
like we're we're just establishing that he in essence paid for this incredibly harm he paid for something that led to the creation of this incredibly harmful radiation for harlem yeah you know like unintentionally like no one no one did it intentionally the lady's very sorry that it happened yeah yeah but it it did happen science and that's ostensibly why danny rand is a target yeah and then omega red comes through and he's trying to steal the carbonadium Mm -hmm. and he is driving the truck and he looks funny because he's very big and the truck is big but it's not he looks like um the dad from the incredible mr incredible when he gets in that little car (laughs) that's kind of what it looks like it's not the the roof is not as low but he is like He's like a big man hunched inside the cab. <laughs> yes. And Luke Cage is running and he grabs it. He says, this is for Baptiste. He throws him out of the car. Mm-hmm. Iron Fist comes through and like, boom, 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 boom. Bombs some stuff. And then well, he doesn't one bomb of the little stuff. balls. Wait, like, he didn't do it. No, Who no. Throws this? Uh, again, it's um, this? it's supposed to be the red Omega Red. He throws, he throws it. it. And then, we okay, don't see sorry. him throw it, by the way. This like sorry it's this one where it looks like because he throws it up in the air right danny throws them up in the air oh yeah he did throw them i, I don't thought, know okay so yeah so omega red threw them he so was throwing no, them no. not like he so intercepted when omega back. red first appears he's throwing the bombs and they just scatter like marbles we'd ignore them because they're not doing anything and then when he gets kicked out of the car he holds up the detonator and he's like well if i can't have it no one can and there then danny Rand picks up all the marbles and throws them up in the air so that they harmlessly explode in the sky yeah like that's not gonna have repercussions right there's no shrapnel that doesn't exist and one ball stays right by danny luke cage Mm -hmm. pushes him and for a second time he gets a bomb exploded right next to him yep and his head is hurting Mm -hmm. like while he's still disoriented yeah and it's buzzing i think he hears a buzzing Mm -hmm. that's happening and it, it like messes him up so then danny's trying to talk like get his attention like he's like hey like we need your help and we see like his thought bubbles are in yellow and he's like the every man the every man the every man like that's all he's thinking about and then he punches danny because he thinks he like misread who it was and he punches mm-hmm. a shit out of him. he does and i think that's where he has the realization because now he's hurt somebody that he cares about and that's mm-hmm. when he's like oh no i do have cte what does this mean for my life? And he's thinking about calling Jessica Jones, but he doesn't. He then decides to like try to meditate, but I don't think he's doing a good job at it. But he is trying. It's the energy of like a man whose roommate was super into this. Yes. You know, like he knows enough that he can probably do it, but it's clearly not his jam. Right, exactly. So he's like, I guess I'll try it. Danny does it. And then Danny stumbles in and he falls and he's like, oh my God, Danny. And he has a crumpled up $100 bill in his hand that says it's time to pay. Yep. And that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Or the, no, the end of the chapter. End so of long. the episode. I'm stopping recording. <laughs> we get all black the next chapter and then we just see like three dead bodies. Yep. And then we see Danny Rand and there's a killing spree. I was like, whoa, this escalated. Like, I didn't think they were going to kill any people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're, this, but they did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're keeping track, uh, this is $800 bills or $800 bills. Okay. I thought you were going to say, if you're keeping track, eight people have died. Well, eight people have died. Well, seven people have died oh, and the eighth God. is on the way. Okay. 
<laughs> if you're keeping track. <laughs> the monetary track. It's like a kill count, but it's $100 bills. It bothered me. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Like, <laughs> it, it bothered me. Like the money, the money of things bothers me sometimes. No, it's totally fair. It it's is like, like a a cool idea, but yeah, like yeah. how would the poor person? Yeah, like there's is, some stuff you can bullshit. You know, like yeah, there's some stuff you can bullshit. You can bullshit a super suit being like, oh, okay, maybe they stole it, or maybe they've had it for a long time. You can bullshit that. You can bullshit the tentacles of like, oh, I'm sure they've got underground connections, but actual hundred dollar bills need a source. You know, and the the villain, the villain that we learn at the end of the book doesn't seem to be in a position to have just $800 bills lying around. Yeah. Like. You're absolutely right. They establish. Cash is hard to get. Broke. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cash is hard to get. Like. Like you can bullshit other things, like even even expensive shit that they had to buy. You can bullshit of being like, oh, maybe it was a credit card. But cash is hard to get. Yeah, I agree. You're you're right. Like it's just funny. <laughs> it's just funny now that I'm like, oh, the illusion's been broken. It's just yeah. comical at this point. <laughs> at least hundred dollar bills. It's fake money. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's like shitty Xerox. Probably, it's probably what it is. We're at the hospital with Danny. They're trying uh-huh. to figure out what's going on with Danny. These people are wearing like hazmat suits because they know it's like a disease kind. Like they think it's contagious. Doctor Davis yeah. is like, trying to figure it out. His He's chest confused. hat is glowing. <sighs> yes, his chest tattoo is uh, holographic. No, not holographic. What are they called? Like the special Pokemon's hologram? Oh, holographic cards. Oh, it is holographic. Yeah. I always get to see the pews. Anyway, so he's doing that. <laughs> he's shiny. Yeah, he is shiny. Dr. Davis is like, hey, so yeah, this is attacking like his main organs. Mm-hmm. And Luke Cage is like, oh, but his chi, which is like his power, I guess. He, mm-hmm. of course it is. Yeah. He is fighting it off. So he's not. He's a chosen one, Alita. Right. He's not dying. <laughs> yeah. He's the chosen one. <laughs> right. You're right. He is. That's what was written into his origin. And. Davis is like pissed off. Like he's just like, ah, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's angry because like he's the doctor, and then the hazmat guys from the FBI come in and he's yeah. like, fuck you. Why are the, you here? The FBI is FBI the whole situation. Like they also kick the cops off of the case. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. So he's eerie, eerie. He's upset. He like throws his hands up, and then mm-hmm. the nurse is like, Sorry, he's just upset. He's really trying to do his best. And then we see another, like, okay, this is where we get the manifesto from mm-hmm. Omega Red. I want to call him Big Red, like the Big Red. Um, <laughs> like the same vibes. Oh. <laughs> and so he's, it's this manifesto is very, like, like most of these, like, criminal manifestos are like, oh, like, my ideals are the right ideals. Like, look mm-hmm. at the rich. They're, everything is like tilted in their favor they get the best of everything they don't have to wait for anything their healthcare is like set up appropriately all this stuff and it's like riling up the everyman so all this the townspeople of harlem all those people are starting to be like yeah you're right like that does happen that is an inequality in the system but the the part where you're like okay yes like all these things happen like we probably shouldn't murder everybody because it doesn't fix the system it just you just kill somebody and then someone else is going to take their place. That's, that's how systematic things happen. Yeah. And then you mark, make them a martyr. 
you turn your side into the bad guys because mm-hmm. like those are the ones dropping bodies. And then right. this person becomes a martyr. And when people become martyrs, we tend to forget the bad shit that they did. Right. And so the, the FBI makes the decision to like, okay, like lock down the hospital. Mm-hmm. We can't like kick everybody, just kick everybody out. We know Danny's here. They're probably going to come and try to get Danny. Let's like, let's, again, it's kind of like the Baptiste situation, but they're in a hospital now. It's a bad decision. It's a, it's a bad call. Like, I think it's, you're telling me that the FBI building doesn't have any medical facilities. Like it would have made more sense to take him there because you can't close a hospital. Like no matter what, they couldn't evacuate the whole hospital. All the people who were patients and doctors and all those people, they stayed in. They just kicked all like the visiting people, the people in the waiting room out. Right. So like the ostensibly you're kicking people out of the hospital, both so for security reasons, so that like you can be sure that whoever knew is entering the hospital is the killer. But also for for like protection re- safety reasons of like oh well we're expecting there to be a super fight in the middle of this hospital yeah and it's a bad call I- it's easier to just move Danny out yeah the first thing I was like wait so they're gonna remove all these like patients they didn't it was confusing they said Whoa. that like the patients and doctors were all staying in they just kicked all the people out of the waiting room great so I mean as you can imagine if you're at a hospital with your loved one and you don't want to leave them. Mm-hmm. So it causes a lot of tension. They're like, okay, y'all gotta go. And they're like, whoa, 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 we have to go? What about the rich people? Are the rich people gonna go too? Mm-hmm. And we don't, I guess we don't really see it. Yet. No, yeah, he does. So they're trying to like evacuate the facility without saying like, we're actually evacuating you. They're just like, you, we're closing the hospital, like y'all gotta go. So it causes like a lot of anger within the visiting people there. Mm-hmm. We see that building up and then it switches over to Luke Cage and he's thinking like, okay, I do have CTE. I need to start thinking about this. I really need to start thinking about this because like, how is this going to affect, how is this going to affect us? Like, how is this going to, how am I, how am I supposed to be a superhero? How is this going to affect my family? All this stuff. And we see it all through Luke, like, cause he's been going through CTE too, but it just dawned on me that also Danny is fighting something eternally as well. And it, it kind of like shines like they're not immortal. Yeah. So he's having like a, uh, uh, a existential crisis. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to die one day. Yeah. Like he's, he is facing his own moral mortality. And yeah. this is the first time he's really had to question it. Like he has bulletproof skin and super strength. He's really, really difficult to like physically hurt. And it's this idea that like, he might be internally hurt that's he's struggling with yeah and it can't be fixed mm-hmm. and you know like his best friend danny is barely alive and he is he's not just iron fist he's the immortal iron fist right yeah so he you know calls jessica jones his mm-hmm. wife and kind of tells and tells her hey like i'm not okay Mm-hmm. He doesn't tell her exactly what's wrong, but he's like, I'm not okay. But after this like case, I'm going to have to not be a superhero anymore. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to go home. He's like, don't come home. I'm just telling you like, that's the plan moving forward. And she's got good instincts of like, um, something else is happening. You're not telling me the whole story. Like, right. To, like some things are more important. Right. Hawkeye can figure this out. <laughs> exactly. He'll be fine. He <laughs> then has to hang up because the people, the nurses start throwing up blood. Mm-hmm. he's like well what the heck how are they contain like th- how are they getting sick if they're wearing these hazmat suits mm-hmm. and then he thinks dr davis dun, 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 he's the evil guy and he takes off to go find him and then we see 
a mob situation happening at the hospital and the the FBI agent is like no like I swear we're taking everybody out it's not just you guys like yeah the rich people are getting kicked out too all gone like we don't believe you so he gets beat up by the mob mm-hmm. and then we see Luke he runs up he opens the door and we see the doctor we see the nurse Lauren on the floor and then she's like where's Dr. Davis and then she's like I don't know and then he goes and finds her, finds him, mm-hmm. and he's also dead. Bom, bom, bom. It's not uh, Dr. Davis. Yep. Every man body count, if you're keeping track, is now at uh, 11. Yes. I don't think he gave money. I don't think the-, the No, they did not get money. They did not get money. I'm just keeping track okay. at this point. <laughs> okay, so 11. <laughs> so I think they ran out of money at this point. They had a savings account just for this. Right. right? Like, they could have been every man a year ago, but they needed to, like, build up cash first yes so mm-hmm. then we see an omega red like it was all a diversion to lure luke out of the room so that omega red could come and take care of danny yep but luke cage is not gonna let that happen uh-uh so he runs up uh-uh-uh. grabs him by the head i thought this is better grabs him by the head yep. launches him through a wall how is he not grabs dead him by the face he's well i don't know <laughs> he grabs him like face palms his face Yep. And then grabs him and just boom, slaps him down into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of times. (laughs) And then Omega Red is like, lol, you're whooping my ass, but you should really be thinking about your daughter. And like, of course, Luke Cage is like, well, yeah, where Mm -hmm. is she? And then he's like, let me run. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I gotta go find Danielle, (laughs) which is a responsible thing. And then we see handhold. Whose hand is he holding? It's a gloved hand. We don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Da, we the, do know. A single page later. Who is it, Miranda? It's Nurse Faye. Yes. She is the one responsible. Is it did, okay? So what was your third head cannon? <laughs> did you tell me two or three? I told I've told you two. Um, okay, are we missing one? <sighs> is it later? Because the secret's out. It's, the cat's out of the bag. The cat, we know who did. the cat is out of the bag. Um, Miranda, I'm just going to explain. <laughs> oh, what, what do you want to explain? <laughs> uh, for the listeners at home, Miranda was like hand, face palming and the glasses are off now. They are. They are off. That's um, where we're at. <laughs> my my third one is embarrassing. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I, again, uh, returned to the conspiracy thing because now we know that it is not a conspiracy danny Rand did not know these other gentlemen you know we had a bunch of other people die i still refuse to believe it's a disease (laughs) i was still on on, like the poison train okay and so um i my thing is we've we've revealed that it's a nurse she's got like this weird relationship with omega red from what we see there I thought like she was injecting them with something. Like I thought like when she was giving, like doing blood work, she was like putting something in there. Like that's that fair. was. I don't think that's embarrassing at all. No, it gets worse. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm very upfront that my background is in DC and specifically I've been hyper fixating on Batman. And in the nineties, which is the era of Batman comics I'm currently trying to get through. Uh, Batman had a villain uh, named Anarchy, whose entire shtick 
was anarchy. Was that like everyone is part of the problem? The only way to save Gotham is to to wipe the slate clean from all of these rich old people. And so, I uh, <laughs> may or may not have. Um, I went on a whole rabbit hole of, uh, this is just, this is in my notes. I went on a whole rabbit hole of, this is just Marvel copying DC. Cause in my head, I was like, it's just Lonnie. This is all it says. It's just Lonnie. And that is not what's happening here. Yeah. It, I didn't, I knew nothing. It's I not, but enthusiastic. Yes. In your defense. Yes. They do copy each other. a lot. They do. I don't know. I don't think it came out of love. I do think that that is mm-hmm. a possibility. I still, I still say it's bullshit how she's actually infecting people. Yeah, no, it is. That's what I'm saying. Like her injecting stuff makes more sense than what they're than what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's discovered that it's Nurse Faye, and then we see Luke Cage running through the streets, sweating. It's still hot. Remember that it's still summer, so it's not like people's tempers mm-hmm. are are tension. It's a riot. Hot it's every man has created a riot yeah and so um, he's running to go find his his daughter so he's running to his house and we Mm -hmm. get that's the end of the chapter we had a new chapter and it's like this really uppity restaurant we see this couple Mm -hmm. and they're talking about like wow like how can we afford this and one of the people in it's like well i like you know like i i know like this is a special occasion. Like we're not going to come here all the time. Yeah, it was like I called every day for a year to get a reservation here. Yeah, like we're not going to. This is I'll get used to it. So enjoy it. And she proposes to her girlfriend that they're going to get married. And then who walks in? Omega Man. Omega. Mega Red. Omega, <laughs> Omega Mart. I'm so. <laughs> I'm so bad with names, Miranda. I was like every man. Every man, I was looking up like, oh, every man interviews. That's usually what I'll do. Like, oh, let me find an interview. Mm-hmm. I wrote in everyday man so many times. Like, it's not everyday, and I know it's wrong, and I can't like think about it. Fa- like, my hands are too fast. Everyday I'm- man. <laughs> what would what would an everyday man look like? <laughs> it's just them doing their chores. Like, it's their routine. <laughs> it's a villain. It's a chore based villain. Yeah. They show up and like, after you're done doing all the dishes, they come and put a single fork in the sink. <laughs> no! Or when you're done doing the laundry, they find the one dirty sock. Nothing is They leave complete. it on like your pillow, like a horse's head. Disgusting. Like yes. a threat. They just ruin the work. Like, or right after you do your, mm-hmm. the cat litter, and then the cat immediately goes in and takes a shit. That's the energy that every... Everyday every man. <laughs> every, every day man sends you an email two minutes before you're off the clock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they send you an email after you spent three hours clearing your email. Yes. Yes. It's an actual bill. <laughs> can you double check this report? Can you see this? Uh sorry. Oh sorry. We got <laughs> we're gonna have a quick meeting 10 minutes before we close. Oh every day man is the person that comes in like right when a store closes oh my god the guy that orders a smoothie right after you clean the machines uh you will not be getting a smoothie thank you <laughs> come back we open at this time tomorrow have a great day <laughs> okay we go <laughs> we're back with dr Fink. please draw like, every day man oh gosh i'll try i have to think of like what 
he would look like i'm thinking like doofenshmirtz honestly <laughs> yes <laughs> i'll write it in my notes <laughs> We oh my <laughs> <laughs> capes every day, man. It's all content. <laughs> it's gold. Everything is content. Everything is content. My stomach hurts. I'm laughing too much. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. We're back in. Be cool. We see. Be cool. Be chill. We see Nurse Faye walk in with like a very elderly, sick man, mm-hmm. and Omega Red. And they are like disrupting everyone's like super expensive meal. So like mm-hmm. somebody like is like I'm calling the cops. And then okay. like she slams her hand into yeah. somebody's food. And it's like wow, this is so expensive. Do you know how, what this would mean to some people? And mm-hmm. oh my god, like grabs the guy's like I'm calling the cops and like slams him on the table. And then this lady kills the old man, right? No. Um, or what does she do? She just touches him. So, uh, this is what her power is. It's fucking, okay, her power isn't stupid. Her power potentially could actually be really cool, but they didn't actually think about what it would mean. And that's what's frustrating. It was like, it's it's, it's Mark Miller levels of not thinking about ramifications, which I don't throw that around. Lightly. (laughs) No. (laughs) But so ostensibly her power is transference. So she can touch someone who's sick and then give you their sickness oh but we don't they, we don't actually play with that and we don't explain it we don't expand oh. upon it in any way but that is what it is and so she is ostensibly taking this man's cancer and giving it to the other guy only that's not how it works like you don't give someone cancer and then they immediately vomit blood and die i i'm so happy you're a co-host because i was just like okay so she gives people cancer i just thought she gave everybody cancer no no she is specifically transferring uh, <sighs> it's left unclear whether she takes other people's sickness out of them but i think she does because later she can heal yeah but it, spoiler alert yeah kills her it doesn't kill her she's still alive i thought she died she didn't die she just passed out she's not read this yes! did not read this like i thought she died i was like damn no, I guess she, she's, she's in not the a end healer. she gets rested oh yeah that does happen sorry everyone i saw i read this <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, God! It's stupid. It's stupid because they didn't actually expand upon it. Because if they they thought about it, like they could have given her transfer, like like they could have given her direct transference of oh, she takes yeah. it away from someone and gives it to someone else. That would have been so cool. That would have been poetic justice. Then she could have been more than just like a one shot villain. She could have been a reoccurring villain later. Yeah. Like I know that they're not interested in it for the storyline because this is a closed storyline, but they could have kept her around for that because that would have been interesting. It would have made her more em- empathetic. Yeah, because like we are setting up that she is she has very valid criticisms of a system that she works within that is designed to kill people. Right. I yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. it could have given her more staying power as a villain, but we don't set that up. So it seems like the people that she touch touches, like she's just copying their disease and giving it to other people. But okay. again, like she's not giving it to them. Like the guy doesn't have like stage four cancer the guy starts vomiting blood and all of his organs shut down all at once like that's not the same thing as what the patient she brought in had yes thank you for explaining all that like it's it is so much potential so much it's a good story it's a beautiful story it's a good story it's just the ending is shit yeah it falls it falls apart at this part like it Mm -hmm. it does good setup as it it 
forms, good questions, but yeah, it is rushed at the end because this I was kind of like, oh my god, like is there a second part to this? Like while I was reading it, because I was like, well, I'm running out of pages and like I still don't really understand what's re- obviously I didn't understand what was going on because I thought she died. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they don't really set it up, and she only gets like one page of backstory, which we're coming up on and we'll talk about it in a bit. But yeah. We see her, she's like doing this whole, she's talking to the rich people, like, you, mm-hmm. you guys ain't shit, your money is the problem, these people can't get healthcare because the way the system is set up, it's not like accessible to poor people, uh, which are, these are true things, these yeah. are not like made up la la things that are mm-hmm. not happening, her power is, but yeah, like she's, she has valid criticism. She's in a, she's given her backstory is such that we can understand how she draws the conclusions she draws, but it's not thought out. Like how her power works isn't thought out, how her own morale, inner internal morality works isn't thought out. She straight up murders four people in the hospital. Like, like Dr. Davis, I have the feeling was a dick. Like I just had suspect he was a dick. And mm. she, as like his longtime coworker, would know that. But like the CDC people, she didn't know them. She murders them all the same, but she didn't know them. Right. Like they were just doctors like her trying to figure out something that could be a potential pandemic as far as they know. Because again, no one knows how this thing transfers. Right. Like they didn't, they, they weren't walking into it with the conclusion of like, oh, this is like a metahuman giving it, giving him a disease. They walk in with like, we don't know what the fuck is happening. Right. Yeah. Cause it is all happening very quickly. Mm-hmm. Cause again, it happens in three days. Yeah. Less than three days. I think it takes like two days. Yeah. Definitely under a week under mm-hmm. a business yeah which business again uh, not to quibble but that also isn't a serial serial killers are defined for killing three or more victims with a cooling off period in between so technically she'd be a mass murderer there you go hit him with the tooth <laughs> hit him with the truth <laughs> so nurse Faye also establishes like her plan this is where she's like this is my evil plan mm-hmm. it's not evil it's the robin hood account blah 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 all you rich people need to transfer all your everything all your assets all your money to this robin hood account not even all half oh half of it and i won't kill you yeah it's she's holding them hostage in a fancy restaurant yeah she's like don't try to get away such an asshole move yeah it's such an asshole move because like yes it's a fancy restaurant but also like not everyone yeah like which is what they established. I've gone to really couple. fancy fucking restaurants and I've saved up to go to them. Yeah. Like sometimes it's, it's, it's just a, your dream. She's just kind of like, again, like it's, she's just kind of dumb. Like what it ends up feeling like, she's like, oh, she just like is not, like she's a little unhinged and she's not thinking through these things. However, she has thought through and has seen systematic problems, but yeah. she hasn't thought through how she's going to really do this. It's like half-baked, like a half-baked idea. Yeah, like she's just lashing out to lash out. Right. And if we go back to Luke. Meanwhile, it's a literal riot. There's fires in the street, which I thought was a bit much. Yeah. Like you could have had a mob. You could have had like broken, like property damage. Did we have to have open fires? It's not the purge. It is, Miranda. The purging of rich people. We see him running through. There's fires. He's like, he's really upset with Harlem. He's like, I can't believe like you fell for this. Like you're hurting your own community type of conversation is what he's doing through. But then he realizes that he's lost. Like he doesn't know how to get home because his CTE mm-hmm. is getting worse. Mm-hmm. And he stops like the mob, a mob trying to kill a rich person. And he's like, yo, like you can't, don't 
don't do this and they're like you're what kind of hero are you you're not the people's hero you're a fucking asshole too yeah and he saves a rich person and that guy's like a complete dick <laughs> it's just like yeah okay whatever thanks for helping cartoonishly awful yeah he's like all right bye slams the door sucks. i'm gonna leave yeah and then luke is like okay well no wonder people don't like you yeah <laughs> it's that petty yeah but he finds danielle mm-hmm. and danielle's like oh, hey like what's wrong and then she's like uh nothing Mm-hmm. and then Daniel's like mm, something's wrong with him and he starts crying and I thought this was like a really tender moment and yeah. it's like him and his daughter and she's trying to fix it mm-hmm. he asks she asks like what's wrong he's just like well I'm sick and then she's like I'll make you feel better and she hugs him and she says like I'm a hero like daddy mm-hmm. and then we get Luke say, says I love this kid she's gonna be all right and she asked, did I fix it? It's really, really sweet. It's just these two pages dedicated to him being like, to like a kid-parent relationship. Yeah. reasonable. Because he's been carrying it by himself this whole time. Yeah. It, it is very sweet, you know, but he's just there basically because like Omega Red's distraction to kidnap Danny Rand was like, oh, well, do you know where your daughter's at right now? And so like, that's the entire reason he's here. He double checks that she's okay, and then he moves on. Yeah, and so now he's back at the health, Harlem Health Care, mm-hmm. and the poor FBI agent still working. He is now in a wheelchair because he got beat up so bad. Yeah, he got beat up by a mob. Yes, mm-hmm. and then and he's then- like, "Wait, but Doctor Davis couldn't have done it because he died. Who else was in contact with everyone? Nurse Faye, Nurse Joy." it's a bunch of them it's a bunch of nurse space it's it's a murderous (laughs) flock of them right which that's another thing that like i it's a pothole but it's not like a bad like it's not an egregious sin like i would say not like how they set up her powers is an egregious sin this one is just a normal plot hole of like how did she get how did she have contact with all of these people that she kills like yeah. not everyone is using this hospital and not everyone is going to this hospital in like a week span. Yeah. But it's not like an egregious plot hole. Like it's, it's definitely like, I would say a cinema, a cinema sins level of plot hole of like, yeah. you're just quibbling to quibble. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, he is like, it was her. And then FBI mm-hmm. is like, oh yeah, we did get like reports that it's a woman and not a man. Which again, I, I swear she like introduced herself at the restaurant. Yeah. Oh, we know who it is because yeah. she's holding a whole restaurant captive. We didn't tell you though. Um, but they're at Lowe's or Lou's. Yeah, right. <laughs> she walked she walked in to uh, a red lobster <laughs> and held it captive. Uh, honestly, yeah, like if like red lobster is like kind of expensive, but it's still like doable. They have deals, they have specials. Yeah. We he no. okay. <laughs> they've invaded her apartment. They're at an Applebee's. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you're here. It's family. Oh, God. Chili's. Oh my God. And Chili's. Chili's appetizer been your last meal would be the worst. I'd be so upset. It's just like microwave food. It is. I'm it not is. okay. I used to eat there a lot, like when I was younger. And then I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Oh no. So the everyman killed half the people at Ross before mm-hmm. getting away. She said she was heading to her vantage point to see what Harlem will do, but this ain't the place. And I don't know what place. I guess like her her 
Oh, it was they went to her apartment. Yeah. Um, they find a picture of her parents and her as a baby. She was born August 84, and then looks like like the 84 people on the list. Solid Which, evidence. Why? It's not that <laughs> it deep. doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's like, okay. Like it's I can see how he makes a logical leap that she's the bad guy. You know, I get that, but like the 84 is bullshit. Yeah, they should have just done like a like the manifesto, like the writing of the manifesto. Like, okay, this like mm-hmm. this casts enough doubt on her, or even more, like it solidifies the the evidence against her. Yeah. It's not circumstantial anymore. It's just like, oh yeah, like she wrote this freaking letter here. Yeah, like I, she could have like they could have introduced the manifesto, they could have had some bullshit line about like like caring for the abandoned ill or some some shit like that and then they could have been like oh she's at the old abandoned hospital which also why is there an old abandoned hospital they don't talk about it so they talk about harlem needing a new hospital but i don't think they ever presented the fact that they have one that's just like defunct yeah like they have the main hospital that where most of the action takes place which is running and then they're there's a broken one we don't mention the broken one. No, until talk, right now. We don't talk about St. Raphael's. <laughs> we don't talk about Raphael. L, L. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if this is like, I don't know they don't explain it. Again, it's rushed mm-hmm. because on the pictures that said St. Raphael's Hospital Center, healthcare for every man or every woman. So that's where she also, is in it, right? who writes on the front of a picture? What monster wrote the date on the front of the picture? That's a really good question, Miranda. I didn't even think about that. Again, rushed. They should have just gave them more issues. Like all these things would have been resolved, I think. Yeah. We get him, he runs over mm-hmm. to the abandoned the, hospital. This man has cardio for days. So he goes to the abandoned hospital, he picks up some stuff, he throws it Omega Red. Omega Red like slams him down. Mm-hmm. And again, he still has CTE, so he's still susceptible to like yeah that damage and um he is getting concussed he's gotten concussed like four to five times already and then he wakes up and he sees danny so he's brought he's been brought back to the working hospital and he's not in the working hospital he's oh, in, this, so they're in the abandoned hospital the, okay, she's so they, apparently what? just has a bunch of people like that she's taking care of in the abandoned hospital oh right because he got sent away it so makes no omega sense. red took him back right sorry they look the same they look the same. Mm-hmm. I deduced incorrectly, mm-hmm. as I often do. But yeah, she has a collection of sick people there. Yeah. And Danny is still glowing. And Luke wakes up and mm-hmm. they're like, how the fuck did you wake up so fast? <laughs> Taking it back. They did not tie him down. I don't understand. No. And then Omega Red wraps around and then she says, Luke. Welcome to my care sec- center. All of these people, they couldn't afford healthcare and are dying. Mm-hmm. I'm showing them the respect that no one else would, giving them power in their final days, using their illness to defeat people like you. It's time to pay, Luke. So I guess that's where you get, I don't know. Is that where you were like, oh, she's transferring illness? No, she, they explain it. And then her backstory. In the next one? Yeah. Yeah, they explain it. Of like, like, she's she's transfers, but like, I guess she replicates. Like she touches people, she can replicate their illness and give it to other people. Cause like she is like it's okay. This is this is what happens. Let me okay. explain it to everyone. My explain freaking it. confusion. So we get it's the next chapter. We see little girl nurse there. She's a little girl, and there's two rats. There's a dead rat and like a live rat. 
Mm-hmm. And someone's like, are you playing with the mice again? She's like, yeah, they're so cute. Her dad. And then she's, he says, be careful, Lauren. Some of them are injected with seriously serious diseases. Why would you let her pet them? Whatever. Why are they just out? They're not even in their cage. Well, I guess because she took them out of place. Right, right. But also, like, I feel what like... did they run away? Like, like the CDC, the CDC has, like really has like the bubonic plague and like polio and all that other like really dangerous stuff and it's kept on wraps and anytime they experiment on it it's kept under serious wraps it's a big fucking deal when something happens like there was um there was uh, a bunch of monkeys were stolen a couple years ago that had been infected with that the cdc had infected with one of like their very serious like diseases and it was a big fucking deal so why are these lab rats who are also infected with very serious diseases just apparently like in uh just in like a normal cage in a normal room that like a janitor would bring his daughter into why are there security protocols in the hospital labs i don't think okay so you remember the monkey thing right like i'm not crazy you're not crazy i remember that um she He's like, careful, some of them are injected with serious diseases. Mm-hmm. She says, not this one. He's full of, but, ah. And then he's, he dies. She says, daddy, he's dead. What are you talking about? It was, was it already sick? No, I, I just petted it. And then dad comes in, look, look at me. You can't tell anyone about this, okay? I won't. Whatever you do, don't take these gloves. Don't take off these gloves and don't tell anyone. Daddy, what's wrong with me? Nothing, love. Nothing at all. You just have so much life inside of you. You're not like anyone else. You just knew. I thought she was just like concoct, like rogue. No, no, but, she's not so, rogue. We we no. know later because when she talks about uh, what she did to Luke Cage, she says she took it from someone else and gave it to him. Right. So I don't know. I mean, Her I guess yeah. was not clear as to like. I was just like, okay, so she can kill things when she touches them. Mm-hmm. And then it goes forward to... It's not killing things. She is giving them a disease and then they die of the disease. But that's not how illness works. Right. Like, like she's not giving them diseases that are like insta-death diseases. She's giving them slow-death diseases. And that's what's so... What, that, that's well, what I think could that's have been used flushing. So confusing because I'm like, okay, so she's just killing them. But mm-hmm. like you're saying, like she's just giving the diseases, but we know that's not how chronic disease works. Yeah. It takes time for it to break down people. So yeah, which uh, like there are disease, there are illnesses you can catch where you die in like a week, mm-hmm. but that's not what she's giving them. But it's in a week, not in a second when she touches the rat. Yeah. Like it's not insta death. And was, I think that's where like they either could have fleshed her power out more, taking it mm-hmm. in a different direction or like, because like they could have told a story of people that like were coming down with like these crazy diseases really quickly you know, mm-hmm. which would have fit in, or they could have told a story where it wasn't a metahuman power, where it was just poison, but we didn't go those routes. Right. It was a little unclear for me. Mm-hmm. And then we get another little page. It's like one page and that's like establishing that that's mm-hmm. what her, kind of like what her power is. Then we show the dad, the dad is sick. She says, let me like take the illness away. And then he is like, no, you promise you're never going to use your powers. She was like, um, mm-hmm. and then we get Dr. Davis and her and they're talking about two months ago, they're talking about like another surgery has been pushed, postponed. Yep. And it's coming from his higher authority. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my hands are tied. And that's when she, the gloves come off, literally. Quite literally. She takes off yes. her little gloves. And then we see the riot going on. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to 
the abandoned the abandoned hospital yes the, the abandoned coolsville hospital yes <laughs> she would have gotten away with it too yeah <laughs> the meddling, meddling kids mm-hmm. uh, and your dumb surfer blonde friend yes he's trying that he's shaggy he tries luke is like trying to like talk sense to her like look mm-hmm. like i understand that you're you were poor and you probably didn't get the like the treatment you deserved mm-hmm. but this is making everything worse like the city is rioting because of these like ideas that you're placing into them like this this hate that you're like yeah cultivating it's not so much of ideas but it's just like this like take it up take it in your own hands kill the rich kill the rich yeah she specifically incited a riot like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't even like a soft softly inspiring a riot of like she was just like yeah rise up you know like band together and we can like defeat them no she was like directly like no like straight up like just kill them right eat the rich yes which like i do i kind of respect i mean like there is a lot of like truth in this it's just like one of those things that's like mm, because it's in a comic book like there's gonna be like a morality of it like no we shouldn't riot we shouldn't do these things and sometimes mm-hmm. i do think like sometimes property damage is just property damage yeah but in this one it's like go murder the rich people it's not like yeah it's we see the mob eating itself yeah it's 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 getting bad mm-hmm. and then she's like no you're part of the problem too you're a superhero mm-hmm. you have no consequences in your life and then Danny Rand also mm-hmm. bullshit I call bullshit do you know how he got his powers <laughs> how did he get his powers man? he went to fucking prison and then it was an illegal prison experiment because we don't give a fuck about the incarcerated oh yeah like we don't we don't care about the rights of the incarcerated and so someone literally experimented on him and he just a- ended up like winning the lottery of like superpowers and bulletproof skin instead of like instead of fucking STDs other which is another thing that we've done on both prisoners and soldiers the system mm-hmm. needs revisiting like you can't you can't tell someone who as, as as a person of color was wrongfully like incarcerated and then experimented on that they're not also a victim of the system right truly so she doesn't have a great understanding she you know and that's all true of what you said now Danny shows up, boom, punches her in the face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which made me laugh. I was like, oh my God, where did you come from? <laughs> he just popped up like a daisy. Look, you say some crazy shit like that, you get popped in the face, it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> and so like all Danny's problems, still bro. Yes. <laughs> he comes through, he punches her. Omega Red comes back. He's like, I can finally kill you. She told me not to, but I'm gonna kill you. And then Luke mm-hmm. is like concerned about him because he doesn't feel good, but he's also like Danny doesn't feel good either. We're just gonna have to like figure this out. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting. Him and Danny have like a moment like, "Are you okay?" And Danny's like, "Well, whatever she affected me with, like I'm still fighting it. Like, did mm-hmm. she get you too?" And he's like, "No, she didn't. I'm just sick." <laughs> Oops. And there's a fight. And yep. there's they're fighting. Fights, fights. She gets yep. bumped into her, and she touches him. She touches his clothes. Does that count? Also, I don't know because it's like if I thought she had to. Well, no, I guess she doesn't have to because she could just do it. That's why she wears the gloves. Like she has no control over her power. She just like touches and touches and then it transfers, think, right? No, no, I, I don't. Because how I don't did she know. choose? How I don't did she know. choose CTE? No, this question is like in, in for the air, Miranda. Mm-hmm. It's not for you specifically. But it's this is why it's so like kind of like it's confusing at the end because I'm like, okay, so she transfers powers mm-hmm. cool i can get on that but she can't pick what she transfers 
or maybe it's like she pick like she'll if she picks someone with cancer then she gives cancer and if she gives yeah. somebody with like parkinson then she gives parkinson like it's but low, when like, she gives but know. when she gives him cte that isn't a recent patient she was talking about like a couple years like a couple months ago a couple years ago i was working with this person so it wasn't like like it wasn't like that was the patient she worked on right before him yeah so there's some inconsistencies that we're mm-hmm. now that it, we're talking about him like oh yeah it's a <laughs> cool power thing. it's a cool power but they didn't think about it right they thought about it like mark miller unmasking spider-man thought about it bringing it back <laughs> and then we see mm-hmm. that she touched him but she didn't she, touch him she touched his clothes like are oh. his clothes him like like, 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 yeah, she's a nurse. So most of the time she's wearing like the vinyl gloves, which fine. There's no, they're, that they're not porous, but like in the flashback, she's wearing straight up fucking mittens. You're telling me that like whatever latex he's wearing or lycra or whatever the fuck that fabric is, is less, is more porous than like crocheted mittens. Yes, because he gets disease, Miranda. That's how you fix it. <laughs> Miranda's flailing. <laughs> so he says, you gave me disease, you must fix me. And then Luke is like, what is he talking about? Because he doesn't know that this is going on. Like the, the readers yeah. of this, Luke is like, I don't know. We saw a flashback. He was not part of the flashback. Right. He just knows that like she was born at this hospital. Yeah. And then he he's like, fix me. And she's like, well, you have to kill them first. And he's like, no, you have to fix me. And then she's like, got to finish what we started. And then he like turns on her and like, mm-hmm. you know, ropes her up. He's like, if I die, you die. And then Danny says, can she fix this? Heal me. And then Luke is like, I don't know, but we got to stop Omega Ryan to find out. And then which, which I mean, that, like, was, that was yeah. us. That's us. Yeah, we're like, can you just stop them so we can figure out what the fuck is going on? So he picks up like a table. Mm-hmm. And then Danny's like, this fool doesn't look good. Like, it's inferred. And Danny just, like, beats the shit out of this guy. Yeah, he's a good friend. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm pretty sure Omega Red, he doesn't die, but they look like they die. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happened? And then... Oh, Luke shows mm-hmm. her, like, look at what the fuck you did. <laughs> yeah. Look at what's happening. The hospital they're in fire. Not the abandoned hospital, the actual hospital. The actual hospital, the one that is actually working. The only hospital in Harlem, Harlem is now burning. Yep. And they do a, a, Luke does like a PR moment. (laughs) He gives a speech and it's not that inspiring of a speech, but Danny's very impressed. Can you guys please just get it together? Like, can you please Mm -hmm. stop burning the city that you live in? This doesn't make any sense. Like the ramifications will only affect us. Please stop doing this. Yeah. Danny's very impressed with Danny's him. like you should go into politics yeah he talks so much sense and then he faints <laughs> and he faints <laughs> so he was delirious maybe it wasn't that good <laughs> right I just I figure he's the friend that pumps you up yeah yes yeah like you're like you're coming he's out with like you've got like lettuce in your teeth and he doesn't tell you he's just like yeah man you look so good red uh, carpet ready that's so true Luke Cage calls her out and he says, Hey, you can save him. That mm-hmm. that red dude said that you can save him. And she says, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Am I doing it all right? Spreading disease is easy. Curing it could kill me. I've only done it a few times. So let me just. That's why I thought she died. She's like, Oh, I could die by fixing him. Yeah, she doesn't like, die. She's fine. I was absorbing it. And then he's that's when she starts taking care of a veteran mm-hmm. and he was suffering from PTSD, but I knew it was CTE. Because she can kind of also like know what's wrong with them. Like she can 
diagnose them too because I think that happened with the rat too briefly but they didn't they didn't explore it it was just like well he has this actually yeah I, I don't know and then she's like well I used it on you because I thought you were figuring out the case so I gave you CT yep and she takes it away from him which to take care of her daughter and she faints it would have been interesting is what I'm saying it would have been interesting to have his internal conflict have nothing to do with the external conflict it would have been nice if that was like a reality he had to actually live also who cured Re- omega red i guess she did i don't know when, That's my thought when? she cured Never. she cures danny she's exhausted she's like being cradled in luke's arms so then she slaps him upside the head to take the cte away yep. and then she just passes out when did she have time and it's the exactly. next day it's not like a recharge period exactly miranda i don't know i don't have his answers anyway they're arrested <laughs> They are arrested. Danny Rand has a different costume with his stupid dragon tattoo on it, but it's not an actual costume because it matches the FBI uniforms. Like he just, I guess, has an FBI, a branded FBI uniform with his logo on it, just in his closet. I do think they try. Okay. So let's just, okay, let's finish the channel. I'll talk about it. So then we see Luke, he's at like a support group for people that have CTE and the, the lead of it is like you don't have it and he's like yeah what i really thought i did and it scared me like i need to talk through this fair and they're like okay you can say and we'll talk through this together and then we see jessica jones she shows up we see daniel being cute she slaps the shit out of him well not she just like thumb slaps him i assume i assume he does a superman thing of um do you know why superman reacts when people punch him oh to make them feel better (laughs) sort of (laughs) So, um, super like if you hit Superman, it'd be like hitting a stone, right? And so what he does is oh. he moves with the hit so that you don't hurt yourself. Break your hand. Yeah. yeah. Well, but Jessica Jones is also like strong, right? She's super strong. I don't actually know what her power. I know she can fly. I think she's strong because okay. in the show she was strong, and that was like it was hot because they were like they like met <laughs> they like could take on each other like they didn't have to. Oh, that's all back so they can just destroy the apartment without like oh my god I broke oh my god they destroyed the apartment it was a good scene if you haven't watched it and you're feeling feeling like you want to watch it i think you should do it okay all right all right i'll oh god i can't just watch one of them though there's four of them and they're all linked yes (laughs) i have to start with daredevil it's good they're good but you do have to make time for it Okay, yeah, they... I, I've already been told I have to watch Harley Quinn before HBO takes it down. Harley Quinn? The movie? No, the show. They have a show? On HBO. There's an animated show. Oh, yeah. The animated yeah. one, yeah. Sorry, I've been I was told I have Marvel to watch Marvel. that before it gets taken down. There's so much to watch. So much to watch. So much to read. Just a little time. Right. We see them. They kind of get to a little tip. They're like, okay, it's fine. And then he's like, let's go for a walk. It's cooling everything down. Mm-hmm. and he's just he's happy to be he's happy to be in harlem with his wife and that's the end and it's yeah now that's the end of the story i yeah. have thoughts <laughs> take tell me a thought the part where he's like he joined a support group mm-hmm. i think this is like the writer trying to be like if we couldn't give him ct for the rest of his they can't like they can't do anything that permanent with him because ct is a it is degenerative and he 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 yeah be able to be a superhero like i understand the the why they took it they had to take it off with him <laughs> but it does feel like oh it was all a dream <laughs> right? oh you woke up from a nightmare it's it feels a little cheap but i did appreciate that they like put him in a like counseling group because mm-hmm. it did really affect his like 
mortality. Like it really made him think of his mortality. So yeah. I did appreciate that part. Those are my eyes. Okay. But yeah, that's the book. We read it. We did it. We did it. We did the thing again. Yeah, we did the how- we did the thing. <laughs> now that we've talked about it, how do you feel? <laughs> I enjoyed it. I think, like I said, I think it's a really pretty comic book. The storyline is nice. I do enjoy community-focused storylines. Mm. Like, you know, it's just the villain's stupid. Yeah. Like, the, the villain is stupid, and I don't like the ending. But I did enjoy it. I had fun reading it. I had a good chuckle at the pun. I laughed really hard when, like, Danny Rand takes off, like, he's, like, wearing, like, a sweater, and then his collar pops out yes. of, like, his super suit. That was hilarious. Yeah. You know, it was very sweet. We had, I think, like, it was a good character, like, introspection on Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a character I'm not very familiar with. So, like, I recommend it. What'd you think? Uh, sorry. When I first read it, well, before we talked about it, I liked it a lot. Now that we talked about it, I like it. Oh. Not so much. Um, it went down. <laughs> yeah, but it's because... It went from, like, a five to a four. Yeah, because... I just wish they had more time to really think about it. Like, I wish this was like a long, like a year miniseries or whatever, instead of however long they had for it. With three it. months. Yeah. So this would have really done, because I think. It was three months. It came out from like August through October of 2018. Because I think Anthony DeCole like mm-hmm. presented some really good ideas and then the team was just like in sync. This is why it's such a like pretty book. Yeah. But I wish they just would have gave him more platform to do it. Yeah. And that's kind of where it sits. I would tell people, like, go ahead and read it. I think it's a good, I think it, it it's a good book. Like, I've never read it. I think it's a good place to kind of start because it's like a one-off. It, it, just, it establishes, like, all the important players in his life. Yeah. And but how he feels about stakes. Harlem. Yeah. It's like an easy read. Like, it She's doesn't... not going to come back. Mm-hmm. She's not going to come back. He doesn't have CTE. None of the ground covered in this book is real yeah so so it's good character study yeah but yeah so that's the book that's how we feel about it um how many (laughs) how many brain scans would you give it how many brain scans would i give it out of how many out of out of ten seven seven brain scans okay yeah how many would you give it i think around seven seven's fair like it was good i thought it was pretty yeah i was losing my mind obviously as i keep count of the money (laughs) That was funny though, but it, it makes sense what you said. Like now that we, you know, revealed that she is doing this because like her family couldn't afford anything and she's a nurse, like she's mm-hmm. not going to have $800, 800 to $1,000 lying around to write notes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, what was your happy thing? week? Oh, uh, I went to the state fair yesterday. Oh, how fun. It was so much fun. Oh my gosh. Um, they didn't have any they didn't have any chickens this year because of the avian flu. Oh. So there was no chickens, but I did see the cows. I saw Aww. some cows from Tillamook, like like Tillamook creamery cows. Cool. So that was exciting. Um I'm always impressed with the 4H kids, like they're amazing. Okay. Um oh my god, I went on carny rides. Explain one. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. So uh like like the the carnival rides. But yeah. Um so I my I don't know cards? if you knew. No, no. I, I, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm a bit of a thrill seeker. Okay. So, um, I went on one that it was, it was shaped kind of like a dumbbell in terms of like all people are sitting in a circle like this. And then what it does is it spins, but then it also goes like rah, 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 swinging back and oh, forth okay. all the way up in the air, upside down, all the way back down. 
It was amazing. That sounds fun and dangerous. It was so much fun. I don't know why people scream though. Like you should scream when you're scared. And if you're scared, you probably shouldn't be on the ride. Because they're thrill seekers and they get to scream. Oh, but I don't get scared. <laughs> but you're not, you're seeking thrill and maybe like kind of getting thrill. Some people are like, this is a challenge for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> to seek this thrill and it's scary to be thrown in the air. <laughs> <laughs> in a ride that is broken down and put back up. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But yeah, so, so that was so much fun. Yeah. Like I, I like laugh scream in those because I'm like having fun. So I'm like laughing, but I'm also oh, yeah. like scream because my body doesn't know what to do. So it's like, okay, oh. <laughs> you might be dying. Like, might. I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. That's yeah. fun. That was so much fun. I had a burrito the size of my arm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That sounds like a fun state fair. I don't think I've ever been to a state fair. Well, I've been to like one and it was kind of fun. Yeah, the was, Nevada, I don't think it was that big though. <laughs> yeah, the the state fair where you live is mostly a rodeo. Yes. What's your so, happy thing? I um got to paint crafts today <gasps> before the recording, so I painted a little ghost, and that was really fun. That's so much fun. Yeah, we were watching. I think it's called like Murders Clergy Clergy mm-hmm. on Discovery. So we're watching that and painting like these little wood craft cutout things. Oh, that's sweet. That light up. So I'm getting, I'm, you know, I'm amping up here for fall season. <laughs> Very excited. I am trying to temper it. I'm trying to like not decorate the first of September and try to do it the second week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be too eager. Don't be too eager. Oh, I know. I'm trying to not. Okay. So, you know, that's what, that's a happy thing. I'm excited for that. That is so awesome. Also, I got my tickets to go to Disney, so that's locked and loaded. We oh got God. the hotel. Nice. <laughs> got the tickets. Oh, I'm so nice. very excited. That's awesome. Did Did you get Jenny Plus? Is that what you mentioned earlier? Yes, I have it in mind, and now like my TikTok's like, "Hey, Disney stuff." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I'll accept all this." Thank you very much. Oh my goodness. But yeah. All right. Well, where can the people find us, Miranda? Well, if you'd like to reach out to us directly, we have an email. We are the sidekicks at gmail.com. I repeat the sidekicks, capital T, capital S, capital K. Side is spelled like dark side. S-E-I-D. The sidekicks at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram where we post pictures of what we talk about on the podcast. We are slightly inconsistent, but we're getting better. You can find us at as the sidekicks on Instagram. If you'd like to, if you'd like to follow us individually, I am Dynamite Miranda on TikTok. I post Bat Family, uh, I post Bat Family content for the most part. I'm a little baby Batman historian. It's fine. <laughs> uh, and then you can follow Elena as as uh, Horchata Chica on TikTok. She posts yep. art content. It's really cool. She did um she did like a ferret in a cape, and it's so cute. Oh yeah, I have it. I like need to finish. I need to finish it but yeah I started that posted I drew I drew a calavera and then I drew I posted the little ghost that I was painting because I was like well everything is content so let me just go ahead and (laughs) record this real quick so yeah yeah so thanks everyone next week we will be reading Daredevil. Daredevil the man without fear we're back with the Miller bringing it back bringing it back for spooky season Yes, we are. Now, so go ahead and get that however you can. Rent it, buy it, e-buy it. <laughs> e-buy. Can't audio book it, but <laughs> the nightmare. That'd be so hard. That'd be so hard for the person reading it. Right? How do you yeah. describe it? 
I don't know. You'd have to do like crazy voices all the time. Mm-hmm. It'd be so bad for your throat. But yeah, yes. everyone, we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Uh, we don't have a natural song, so I make up a jingle every week and they don't always rhyme. Yay.